So we come back on, welcome back to part two of the Super Chief Last Life episode, which may end up being a multi, multi-sesh show. We'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll play it fast and loose, exactly in the same way it's been so far. Um, we've, we're down to, uh, two days left of forest travel. Next morning arises the sound of a uh, bedded deer getting up and uh, doing the walk of shame out of camp. And uh, slut deer, <laughs> barely walking of shame. Slut, slut deer. <laughs> I'm writing that down because in in four weeks or whatever, when I look at this notebook again and just see slut deer at the top of the page, I'll <laughs> laugh. Someone else make an encounter roll for me, please. It's another D100. Yeah, where is here? That? I will give you. Here you go. Take those, Ryan. I will. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, you'll yeah you'll roll both, uh, and the tens digit would be what's that, what's thirty-five. Thirty-five. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, walking along the the forest again, same uh, pine thick fine thick pine forest, and um, you hear a voice come from a tree and we'll just see I'll roll a d6 to see who hears it um, alright all right. so uh, Ulfbane walking along you hear a sound of someone's voice hey hey you hey yeah yeah what you, so you look around and you don't see anyone uh, the sound appears to be coming from one of the trees which I can talk to trees and talk to plants so I'm Pretty used to this. Perfect. So, so, so you uh, you note right away which pine tree it is. It's just like to your immediate right, and you see uh, one of the gnarled um, where a branch was is actually vaguely reminiscent of a f- of a human face, uh, just made out of bark and whatnot. Hey, uh, listen, I don't get many people uh, up this far north. You uh, you want some sage, some mushrooms? Yeah, absolutely. You uh, got anything to barter with, my friend? And you, you all, as you've been walking along, you note that Ulfspain Ulf has stopped and is conversating to a tree. You can hear the tree talk as well. Um, it's just speaking in common to uh, Ulfspain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fun to pretend that we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have uh, pockets full of potatoes. Oh, potatoes. Okay, okay. I can I can work with that. We don't get potatoes this far north. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I'll give you, uh, how about a few grams of mushrooms and uh, a leaf pouch of sage? Hmm? How about some cocaine? <laughs> Sorry, uh, I don't know. I, I got mushrooms and sage is what I got. Sorry. Uh, it's like the sparklers and snakes of the forest. <laughs> I would be happy to... <laughs> Uh, trade some potatoes for th- for those. Oh, most excellent! And the tree limbs uh, bend and change shape to more resemble uh, arms and hands. And the tree, there's a knot in its uh, what would be the tree's abdomen. <laughs> a knot it's opens like a fanny up. Pack. Yeah, a knot opens up, and yes. one of the hands reaches inside and rustles around and pulls out a small folded leaf pouch. And a a few uh, white and gray mushrooms for the potatoes. Can you tell me the the powers that these mushrooms uh, may give me? The tree nods, sort of like that Jack Nicholson gif. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mushrooms they'll help you see your way, and the sage. Well, if you burn it. You'll feel really good. I don't know. I felt the second the sage has me concerned a bit. The way that oh you no, it's it. good sage. It's really good sage. Make sure it's not oregano. <laughs> I I'm I can promise you that this is of the most utmost quality sage. You know, as I'm used to communicating, but the way that this was presented. Had me a little bit concerned, so I uh, I uh, am not too sure about the the powers of the sage. 
Uh, the mushrooms, I'm completely down with. The sage has me concerned, so... Wait, wait, wait. Are you a cop? <laughs> you have to tell me. I am not a cop. Okay, because if you are, you have to tell me. I am part of the me. guild. Um, okay. Before I, before I take these, though, I would like to visit a little bit um, with my oh, paladin uh, sure, friend, Oh, sure, sure. And he takes the, his hand back and tucks it into his, his hole. I, I kind of turn to uh, what has become our team leader um, in, in Faroth Bravelander and ask him what he thinks. I'm standing there ignoring this entire conversation, just smelling this orc blood blade. He's like, oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my friend. Yeah, I, I've been presented... Mushrooms with wonderful powers, but the sage has me a bit concerned about what its abilities and what it may bring into the foray for our group, and I wanted to get a second opinion on this. He, and I kind of stop and I put the the uh, the blade in, back in its like temporary holding pouch, and I look at this tree, and it's this tall, kind of gnarled tree, kind of bent off to one side and clearly been following the sun for years, trying to grow and grab what it can. He is clearly an old man of the forest. I take the sage back. and you, So he put it back in his hole. Do you reach into his hole? I reach in and I take it back. I'm so it, you reach in and the hole immediately constricts on your hands like, potatoes first, please. I detect poison. Inside the sage. Okay, so you so you cast that detect poison. Um, you do not detect any poison in the sage. The sage uh, is clean. It's pure as fuck. Yeah, pure I Colombian cast sage. Sleep on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let me just see what that's. But I just want to because sometimes sleep. So say, can I just roll for peer pressure until it takes the stage? <laughs> Puts four hit dice of creatures into magical slumber. So uh, peer pressure. I, I take the sage. I I see the look of my my colleagues, and we want to get on. Others are interested in the sage. Sa- the the tree just slumps and his time, face though. goes slack, and the hole just releases on your hand, and the tree the face of the tree. Passes out. Uh, my friend. Grab it all. Grab it. <laughs> Grab it all. This is pure. This is pure sage. We you know what the street value of this is? We gra- I am just, I am very on edge about everything. I've been wronged. I don't, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> sounds like with, you need some sage. With, so I'm going to reach anybody in. anybody anymore, so. I'm going to reach in and take the sage for him, for Wait. the group. And then you're absolved of any issues with it. Yeah, Thank that you. That definitely won't be so, an issue. So, Romeo, later. you can add to your character sheet. Five pouches of sage and 15 doses of mushrooms and a green emerald amulet. Mm-hmm. So you pull all of this out, and once the amulet passes uh, outside the hole, the tree suddenly morphs and changes shape and just becomes a naked, pale human and slumps to the into the slumps to the ground asleep. I'm glad that's on your hands now. I I touch the human, gently brush its hair. He continues to sleep magical slumber. <laughs> give him a little give him a little peck on the cheek. I, at this at this I look at everyone. I go. Well, gentlemen, I believe that's our... Uh, we understand. Uh, and then just kind of start walking. We know what's we about to happen. <laughs> I, am, I am not a rapist, so I just give him a peck on the cheek. <laughs> I like that your character just says that. Out loud. You know who says that? A rapist. <laughs> I'm not a rapist. I gave him a peck on the cheek, and I let him sleep. I covered him with some leaves like a gentleman in the forest. <laughs> okay, and then you guys leave with <laughs> Robin Blind. <laughs> Great. 
I prefer to see it as that we were freeing him. We're the best people. We we Can are liberators. We are. So, uh, um, unless anyone has anything else, I think we we jump forward to the rest of the day's travel. And maybe maybe there's a small scene that'll happen here around the campfire this evening. What's uh, what's the interaction amongst the party like at the campfire this evening? Hey, you got that sage? I've got that sage. Spark up that bowl. I use my dragon fire to light the sage on fire. And at this point, there's a little rift between Romeo and my character because I did a little bit of the bartering. I tried to utilize these guys to, to vouch me, and he's reaping all the rewards of what I assume. Well, you got to shit or get off the pot there. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just a bit of a rift. You got to always be closing. You weren't closing the deal. I would say that we... Let's perhaps put a f- bit of that in the in the fire and we commune together. Ogden's a little bit annoyed because everybody's going to pass out and the smell <laughs> of sage is going to waft through the forest. I won't. Attra- attracting others. So the the uh, a fantasy version of um, White Rabbit plays. It's like lutes and sitar plays. And uh, we see the the colors shift and change as the camera does that like 70s film era like this is when they're on drugs and everything's <laughs> all wavy um, we uh, Ogden so uh, you're not necessarily partaking is that correct yes is anyone else not partaking I am not partaking I'm, I'm a bit Ulfsbane is not I'm partaking the fuck out of it. <laughs> We're going for it. We're going hard. We're going ham. Um, once again, encouraging. <laughs> Great. Uh, but you're not partaking. I'm a classic enabler. <laughs> so uh, the the evening passes, and the 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 sitar and the lute of White Rabbit fades, uh, and. We know that night passes, the camera shifts up and looks to the sky, and we see a quick fast-forward of the stars and the moon move that we know time has passed, and it's very, very late. And uh, let's see. I'll roll it. Well, I suppose the most perceptive one would probably be Ulfsbane. Um, Ulfsbane, uh, what do you... Do you... Well, I guess, would you go to bed? Are you on watch? Um Late at night, are you out like a light? Yeah, I'm. I'm out. Okay, so I guess then it would just be uh, Faroth that is awake. Uh, how do you pass the time while everyone sleeps during camp? You do. I mean, this happens all the time because you don't need sleep, right? Um, so normally, I would kind of you know read over scriptures, which are these kind of. Poorly written, not not poorly written. They're they're ill conceived kind of scrolls that exist, but they're it's like they're Kama Sutra kind of scrolls that you can flip through and you can see these different like people engaging in sexual positions and there's like ritual murder. It's like if any human, any being on earth found this on somebody, they would really question that person. But normally I would roll, I would scroll through those and, mm-hmm. and enrich myself. But tonight I'm just sitting there and kind of looking at that blade with the orcs blood on it and kind of smelling it and, and, and rejoicing in the fact that somebody offered a gift unto me through my patron God. Um, but, you know, I'm always kind of paying attention, I guess, you know, to what's going on. Um, but I'm engaged in that. Okay. So we, uh, we hear the, a feminine voice, uh, a, a disembodied feminine voice call from the forest. Veroth? I'm sniffing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little engaged. Engorged? Oh, okay. engorged, gauged. Faroth. Who is that that knows the name that my mother gave me? Why, it is I, your goddess. My lady. And I kind of back up 
and do a pronounced extended bow, arm raised, and I stand there, and then I go to a knee. Veroth, you do not know this yet, but I have servants that are working on my behalf in the temple that you are headed to. But these servants are most incompetent, unlike yourself, who is proven most useful in these parts. My lady, I know that your reach is far and wide. However, I do not know that you held sway in such a remote area. While my servants are few, they do exist out this far. My word to you this evening is this. I ask that you do indeed murder those that defile the temple. But wait until they have completely unearthed the giant's heart. More instructions will be made clear as you venture forth. Oh, my lady. Make sure to not tell those who do not follow my ways, however. It would displease me if they know. You don't we just, know. We just hear Ashton Lynn is asleep. I know. <laughs> His front tail is at full mast. My lady, these individuals can be rugged and yet some of them incompetent. However, they serve you while unwilling but yet exquisitely. That is yet to be seen. There will be many challenges before you meet the temple. They will be tested. Best of luck, Faroth. And your My nipples lead. get hard for some reason? <laughs> your nipples get hard for some reason? Yeah, totally. Obviously. And you feel the presence that was surrounding you suddenly vanish. And you're left alone again with your knife in your hand. And I sit there, sit there and compl- uh, contemplate the directive that I've been given. So the scene... Unless anyone else, ha- unless you have anything else, the scene fades to black, and we come. Oh wait, I kill everybody at camp. Great. <laughs> that would be a really great wah, way to wah. end the game. I shared my sage with you. Right. I shared my sage. So uh, the next morning comes and arrives and is is here. Uh, we need someone to roll our last forest encounter dice. Do you have two d10s, Casey? You can pass those to him, please. 22. Ooh. Double deuce. Double deuce. All right. Dalton. I I probably wouldn't have rolled that. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Dalton. That's uh, that's bold. Bold. (laughs) Good choice, friend. So uh, morning comes, and uh, you're all stretching awake, the the second-day stupids of the sage in full effect on your brains, and you're (laughs) rolling... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're dousing, dousing the fire, getting uh, breakfast rations prepared, bedrolls are being rolled and put away, when suddenly you all feel the earth begin to quietly shake underneath your feet in rhythmic stomping. No tuba yet, just... <laughs> Not quite yet. Loud, ponderous footsteps. Tell me in. everyone else is feeling this right now. Oh. Ogden eyes the wolf pup who looks yep. back and no- motions to him to go see what's going on or, or give us some idea of where it's coming from. I'm on it, boss. <laughs> the wolf pup turns and, and bounds into the woods, disappearing from sight. What do the rest of you do while the wolf pup is gone? I actually join the wolf pup. I uh, transform into my uh, wolf. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I uh, do reconnaissance with the wolf pup. Great. I'll get to those two. The rest of you, what are you doing while the wolf pup and uh, Ulfsbane are headed out into the forest? So um, the way I kind of envision this is regardless of our our uh, standard, uh, what is uh, viewed as our standard operating procedure, <laughs> there's some really good stuff happening. And so I kind of just at this point, take up the slack from what they gave up from preparing their, you know, their daily stuff and start helping kind of clean up their bedrolls and stuff. And 
uh, you know, kind of kind of put that together in a place that they'll be able to know where it is and stuff. And then when that's done, I'll just kind of stand and get my act, my weapon ready. Great. Yeah, I'm going to pull my great sword out and stand just feverishly looking around to see where the danger is coming from. Okay. I use detect magic. Okay. So you, uh, what does this look like when you cast it? How, um, I guess, how do you cast this spell? I, I reach back and I grab my back tail. Okay. I stroke it three times. And then I look up to the heavens and I spit at the heavens. And then I look down, blow a kiss to below and go, Dark Father, detect the magic abound. Nobles do vinto. Hurrah! Uh, Does you, that work? Yeah, no. That is <laughs> I mean, that is. That, that, that's pretty sweet. It detects all the magic. Fuck, I, li- uh, I like to think that way. your character went, Does that work? <laughs> I honestly think we My all started friend, levitating for works. a second. So, yeah, was, well, now he knows why he's the front man, so. You, you, uh, you don't detect any magical energies. Well, it looked pretty fucking sweet. So nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked cool, but <laughs> like I feel like that's half the battle. No love lost. That's good yeah. shit. I'd give him experience just for that. You get you get a hundred experience. Yes. So we we that uh, does a, a cross cut scene, and we're now. Uh, it's almost like a GoPro cam on the back of um, uh, of Ulfsbane, and ahead of him we see Savage as they're like pounding through the undergrowth and uh, running in between trees and over root- roots, and uh, we uh, we see a couple times um, Savage turns his head back to make sure that Ulfsbane is following him, and uh, continuing along, your enhanced senses you smell uh, a a smell of of rotted carcass of um, decay of um, of death and it draws closer as you run towards the sounds of these incoming footsteps for you hit a clearing and see that there is a enormous herd of uh, mammoth that stand 35 feet tall um, several of them look pretty injured with blood leaking out of them. There are spears sticking out from the sides of the, some of the mammoths. Uh, a lot of them look really fucked up, and they are just charging through the undergrowth um, in a direct line towards camp. There's at least 12 of them, but uh, if you stay around to watch them, there may be more, but you see 12 lined up coming right towards you and Savage. And Savage looks over at you, Wow, that's a lot of mammoths. I look right back at Savage and I say immediately, we need to start running back and change course. You're darn tootin' we do. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, Savage like puts his paws out and does a little stop and flips around and is sprinting back towards camp. And you you follow then Ulfsbane? Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually end up taking the lead. I'm a little bigger um and lead the way back i start to kind of really push the tempo to to get word back to the fellas yeah so like mere moments pass and uh oldsbane comes in wolf form comes charging into the camp behind him is uh is savage uh bringing up the rear and they both come into camp mouths open panting tongues hanging out guys we just saw 30 plus mammoths that are coming this way and they smell like death and they look like death and they're charging at an incredible pace. And we ran as quick as we could to get back to tell you guys we yeah. need to get the, get, what do we, get what, the heck. What do we have here. to do to get out of the path? We have to shift course. We have to move about All right. three kilometers to the West. We'll start grabbing our shit and we'll start moving out of the way, I guess. Um, I need everyone to roll a d20 and add their move. And I need to know the lowest number. So uh, once you get it, I'll go around and ask what your total is. Uh, Romeo, what'd you get? 15. 15. Roll the big one. Six. 
Six. Six plus your move. Six plus my move is uh, 15. 15. 15 for Ulfsbane. Faroth, what did you get? I rolled a 13. 13? Together. 11. 11, Ogden. Yeah. 25. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Great. It's God the hooves. damn it. It's the hooves. It's got to be the hooves. So fast. So you guys are hauling ass like just to get out of the way of this barreling formation of mammoths. Um, uh, heading, I guess, uh, westerly to get out of the way. Um, Ogden, you trip over a uh, exposed root and fall to the ground. Savage turns and looks behind um, the group running away and runs back to help you up. I cast tree shape. <laughs> Great. What does that? <laughs> what does that look like when you cast? Describe to us what we see as you. So cast. I trip over the root, and as I look up, you see me like grow to 10 feet tall and the root consumes my body and becomes the shape of a tree as <laughs> mammoths run by. Good idea, boss. <laughs> and the uh, wolf continues to follow the rest of the party out of the way. Um, Faroth, you are not going to make it. You see uh, 25 yards away, a mammoth barreling down on your position. Everyone else appears to be free and clear, but you're the only one. Uh, you look like you're about to get trampled. What do you do? Okay. Um, How many are about to trample him? Uh, well, there's one heading right towards him, but this formation of mammoth mammothi uh, are staggered, and um, if he ducks out of the way of one, there's a chance that maybe one behind will still hit him. So I have a turn to kind of make a decision. Yep. You got it. I am thinking. Can somebody give me some thinking music, please? Okay. All right, I've got it. Knowing that I can't make it. It sucks that I won't be able to do this again, and it will be better than this, so... (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. So as I'm as I kind of am reserved to my fate, I turn to where I can be as far to one side in hopes that the second one wouldn't hit me. And I look up and I run my hand along the blade that was given to me by the orc to give me the power from my goddess. And I as the blood kind of comes up on my hand, I hold it up and I cast blindness. And this like cone of light shoots out. And I say, be blind, heathen, fool, slave, butthole, fool, sex, pot. I don't even know what I'm saying. Great. (laughs) So the mammoth takes the full brunt of the blindness and uh, waves its tusks, uh, but does not divert course and charges you. I, seeing that my friend is in danger, I use uh, Featherfall on the mammoth heading straight towards him. Can you read what the spell says for, just for the, the folks Subject falls slowly until landing. So the mammoth <laughs> pushes, pushes down with one hoof and suddenly becomes very light. And in a, like, Matrix-style... <laughs> Like, we see a close-up of Faroth's face and this enormous, calloused, disgusting, yellowed, nailed hoof just pass inches above his head as the mammoth tumbles, weightless, head over heels, and slams with its full momentum into a tree, causing the tree to collapse. And the other mammoths now divert around it and begin running into other trees, causing a bit of a pandemonium. Uh, but and have created a break in my the mammoth eye. Okay. Did I take any damage? Did no. I get hit? No. Holy shit. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I didn't. I'm just, I did this thing and I'm fully I mean, convinced that my goddess did all that. So, of course she did. So, yeah, the mammoth and the mammoths all run past and there's this perfect uh, circle of not mammoth tracks around your position. And then um, skewered on a tree is a mammoth uh, that's. Uh, breathe, late with labored breathing and uh, making guttural 
pained animal sounds as you see a gnarled oak has lodged itself through its abdomen and is poking out the other side. Fountains of blood are coming out of the, the side of the mammoth as it uh, slowly dies amongst the tree. Oh, I'm going to hold the blade underneath the blood as it's pouring forth to warm that thing. Warm that thing. What are the rest of you? So seeing that I'm rock happen, hard right now. <laughs> let's... Uh, um, let's collect some food. We don't know how long we're going to be gone. And of course, I think we forgot to take food with us. As no, they, they provided rations oh, they, for okay, you guys. Good, good. I was just thinking, did you get out of the way then as the tree? Because I was going to go run to yes. make sure you were okay. So, so the wolf pup is next to a particular tree, like growling and guarding it, clearly. So yeah, you, you were not affected by the, the mammoth uh, I thought monster. maybe I was the oak at first. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Retcon. That's what I'm fine. No, no, no. This is way cooler. Um, Rock hard. You were impaled. um, And the wolf pup is just growling at this oak as the mammoth like slowly dies. Um, You killed that motherfucker. I'm. That's that's a. That's way better. Uh, I'm (laughs) way out of way out of harm's way. I'm still I'm still wolf. I am still, you know, uh, well out of. All the action that's going down. You're not, I'm you're not, not even, licking at the pool. Of I'm not. Blood I'm not even blade. aware at the point that this was happening. Um, Just playing it mad cool on the other <laughs> side of like the. I'm playing long game because I know that more perils lie, lie ahead. So I am just happy to keep my distance from the the mammoths. I did my part the way I saw it. I went up. I mean, all these fuckers would be dead if it weren't for me Pretty and, much. and the pup. So we we did enough. We are. Sitting and resting. Yeah, so Romeo, I'll go to the mammoth and use my great sword to put it out of its misery. Yeah, and with a mighty swing of your great sword, the uh, rest of its uh, blood pours out of the wound in its neck, and the thing slowly dies. On I make love to its corpse. Fresh meat. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so just to recap, what everyone's doing: so Romeo executes the uh, dying mammoth. Um, Ulfsbane is sitting uh, quite a distance away, um, ignoring the, the the folly of those too slow to get just, out of the way. Just sitting on a bluff watching. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Just two little legs <laughs> kicking, bluff. kicking off the bluff. bluff. Faroth is standing around looking like, wow, that I'm okay. Um, Ogden, um, you can't really see when you're in tree form. You just sense, right? You, you get this preternatural sense of the forest, and you can feel this weight and cool liquid running across your oakened body uh, without the visual knowledge of what exactly uh, happened to you. Uh, you can hear the sound of your, or feel the vibrations of your pup growling at your feet. Feel, feel the vibrations. And uh, Ashton, you're, uh, you're having sex with the dead mammoth. Feel it, feel yeah. it. Yeah, with are my you, front tail. Are you actually fucking it? Yeah. Gee, it's not what? love, it's not love. But it ain't here. You, you are the. You are definitely. You're in. <laughs> Listen, us tieflings, we got. We have needs, and sometimes them needs, they are met by a dead. You man. have literally what? had like seven accidents. <laughs> yeah. just yeah. What just happened? No, con- his character is evolving. Crazy. It like, depends on how horny he is. <laughs> like the like voice James McAvoy well, they're, from. It's Split. supposed to be crazy. So, like, uh, I am taking on the uh, like. All right, they're all over the place. They have different accents. They're they're <laughs> making love to different animals and people. Just, but the, yeah. no, there's so, nothing so in the rule books that's just making love to people <laughs> and animals. You, you listen, I don't that. play by the rules. Listen, listen, this game allows people to live out their fantasies, okay? <laughs> Let's true. not judge Haldor here. All right. yeah. This is a judgment-free, it's a safe space. That, that, that feels, it feels like you guys out. are judging my fetishes, and I'm not appreciative of that. Uh, I, I really want to see, so Ogden, uh, what... Uh, how long do you stay in tree... Like, what do you, what do, you do now? I want to start with you. It's like a an odd, slow, like creeping back into you know dwarven form, but it takes a while. Yeah, like it's it's not like immediate, right? And you can hear like the tree limbs kind of like like they would creak in the wind. Yeah, they're like creaking back into you know. Yes, and uh, 
we, yeah, we, so we, the audience, are, are watching this all happen as the tree uh, slowly shrinks into the mammoth. Um, and eventually the mammoth's weight, uh, whatever part of the tree was holding it up, um, retracts and the mammoth slumps over fully on its side. And we hear a loud squish. Ogden, you uh, revert to dwarf form and you are inside a mammoth. You're inside its... Uh... You're not the only one. <laughs> so the ma- the mammoth's abdomen... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the- <laughs> I wanted this. So. <laughs> uh, you asked for it. I, d- <laughs> I did. So was that mammoth. Go. So, uh, so yeah, you're on it. Yeah, while, on while it. the hooves are knocking, <laughs> there's a protrusion from the abdomen of the mammoth, and you finally see. After a few, you see that the great axe blade emerge from the abdomen of the mammoth and slice out. You don't want to grab my front tail and get on out. <laughs> So we see Ogden emerge covered in blood. Covered in viscera. blood and a, a bit out of sorts. And he looks back with disgust <laughs> at what Ashton Cumhog is doing behind him. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. So Ogden, you don't know me. Di- so, it's my hot body. I do what I want. Ogden, directly in front of you, uh, you see uh, Romeo who has just you know <clears throat> executed the mammoth and then... Um, a, f- a few yards away, uh, Faroth has turned around, and, and now we're all sort of, you're all back together at this point. And the pup immediately goes up and starts licking the blood off of your shoes. Licks the blood off of me. I look at everybody, turn back to the mammoth, and say, I guess we eat well tonight, gentlemen. And I go down from my bluff finally and come down and just start eating the mammoth raw in my wolf form. Is there still a cum hog in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah, if I might have tainted this meat there, buddy. <laughs> but I am going to. I just want to throw out a special shout out to my mom who will be listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> love you, love you, mom. Love you so much. Very special lady. Are you proud of me oh, now, man. mama? I made him all proud. I just want to, uh, you know, my kids. You know, thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're already five, Tommy, and uh, grown up so fast. <laughs> Right. It's time the, you knew. Baptism right. by so fire. So I'm going to go up to the the mammoth and grab one of the one of the tusks and use my strength to rip off the end of it and give it to Ogden Throne Crusher as an honorable kill oh. trophy. Nice. You, my friend, get a bottle cap, which signifies that you can spend that bottle cap to roll double d20s to roll at advantage on anything. Nice. Oh shit. Wow, looky, you self-serving asshole. <laughs> hey, I got your fucking sage too, bitch. I so, nod at Romeo with respect. That's going to put you at some point. You just wait. So as that happens, there's blood just pouring out over yeah, the field. and it's cool, right? So the blood yeah, is like steaming. steaming off the ground. I just turn and I look at these individuals that are kind of reveling in this. Not you, Ryan, because <laughs> your character is he's questioning eat, he's everything. He's eating at it. Yeah, he's eating it. Oh, that's actually that come is what's happening. And, and I yeah, just you, look at that. It I, took you a while to come back to And I and I take the blade and I run it through the blade the the blood on the ground and I hold it up and I say, Lady Hypatia, your acolytes are ready to do your bidding. And I kind of like open my arms to the group and I look at everybody and I nod. And seeing what a, they do. A, a soft voice in your ear says, I didn't think it would be this soon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so what you guys spend the rest of uh pack up what meat you can and yeah great bloody bloody meat and we drink and we eat and we have a good time so we we didn't establish if it was another three teaspoons or <laughs> oh, this time it was a full-on tiefling orgasm. He's, he's recovered. <laughs> it was. Like... It was at least a gallon. <laughs> I feel like it was more of a mist. Like you just. I mean, shot it was it a out. mist, like, but it was like, <laughs> like the mist, like setting on like, a garden hose. Like, like you don't know if it's rain, like blood, or the tiefling cum. It's like a geyser. It's like spraying a hose through a, a fucking uh, like a like a. A storm window. <laughs> back, back in the port. 
where I'm from. It's like it's like we used to call me Old Faithful. Because they knew it was going to be coming out like Old Faithful. Oh, best Christmas episode ever. ever. <laughs> Happy holidays, Hey, kids. that's not a lump oh, of coal yeah. in your stockings, kids. Since Ashton, we're here. It's a lump of Ashton. I did want to say I'm thankful for all of this. In huh? the spirit of Thanksgiving, I'm very thankful <laughs> yeah. for all of you <laughs> and everything this is bringing to well, Yeah, Good point, James. Uh, all right. I'm very Way to bring it back. This mammoth. <laughs> I love you, Mom. I'm just going to keep saying that randomly, and it's just going to help. It, it is. It helps. It, it helps me. stuff. It buys, You'll give up. It buys his mom brownie points. All right. So... Quick montage for the rest of the day's hike. Um, how many days have we been on the road, and how many three. days left? This is do the we end have? of day three. Seven. You know what? Like, out of ten, that's not bad. Don't worry. The snow part is less. It's easy. Well, it's just different. So, we we're gonna do. We end the day of mammoth murder and hiking. Again, quick montage. Everyone makes camp, settles down. Uh, unless anyone does anything, the night passes uneventfully. I do have one thing. Yes. So I've become in like enthralled in this green, this em- emerald amulet. I don't know what it is. I don't understand it, but I'm like in love with it now. It's my thing. So you, <laughs> it's my, it's my thing. Oh, like I'm it. a big idiot. So I don't so so, like so I see that, and I, Romeo, come with me. Real, this you, may change what you do. Oh, okay. Mm, Apologies, sorry. Ashton. You detected magic, and I yes. was—I was not. I—I missed a very obvious yeah. source of magic energy. The amulet that uh, Romeo possesses gives off a quite strong magical energy. Okay. How would you get distracted with everything that just happened? Yeah, <laughs> it was a whirlwind. Yeah, I mean, it was so obvious. <laughs> yeah, It was right there for you. Wow, wow good dungeon master work. <laughs> yeah. oh, fucking idiot. No, no. All right, guys, I'm just going to take over from now on. So <laughs> hey, go ahead. buckle up. There's ahead, a lot James. more coming. Hey, Paul, I remember my first beer, too. <laughs> it's just water. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> so is no, that the true. only like magical the object we got? The orc blade, is there any magic attached to that? No, there is not. Then I go up and offer to my friend to use arcane mark on the blade, which is a non-magical object, to turn it into a magical object. Oh, that's really nice of you. What does that look like when you you do it? You're going to be extremely in debt to this. When I do it, I take the blade with the blood on it. I wave it in the sky. I go, reach my hand down, and say, Dark Lord, give me your hand as we imbue this blade with the hellfire and the curse of death. And then I go stick it in the ground, put my hands up, Feel your, your hooves. My hooves up. <laughs> I feel. I feel it coursing through my hooves. And I take this magic and I touch that. I touch the handle and fill it with that fiery damnation. And pull it out and hand it to him and go, it has been imbued. May it serve you well. I can feel the vibrations. <laughs> I feel it. It's feel also it. a little good vibrations. I feel the vibration. There's a lot of fluid on right. that. I feel it. <laughs> feel it. A lot of fluid on that. You talking about all the mammoth come? <laughs> the what mammoth I, came What out? I have yeah, no idea what you're talking about. I, I'm a tiefling. I can make dead things come. Eldor is crushing it. <laughs> I. Who is this for? I just, as, he hands, as he hands it to me, I say, I can... This blade will claim many in the name of Hypatia. May you go and murder in the name of your god. And I sheath it. In a, actually, I wrap it in a cloth and I put it in a sacred place. And I look over and I've never seen Faroth smile so big in his life. That's good. So fade to black on a close-up of the blade going into the sheath. Come back up uh, early the next day. 
And uh, you're now close enough to the edge of the uh, frost lands that um, there's a lot more snow. The snowflakes are heavier and bigger, and you begin your trek northward. Um, so this part um, is a bunch of dice rolls all at the same time, and uh, each dice roll adds or subtracts bad things to what happened to you over the trip. So I need everyone to roll a, just a straight D20 for me, um, and we'll just take the number that you roll. So first, I need Romeo. 13. All right, Ul Spain. Eight. All right, Faroth. 19. Nice. Okay. Ogden. 10. All right. However, this, this is where you bill, you uh, say $1. <laughs> 1401. <laughs> $1, Bob. Says <laughs> <laughs> Bob Barker. Yeah, and uh, hey, uh, I may have dementia, but I know those titties are hot. Have your pet spayed and neutered. Have your pet spayed and neutered. Unlike me, I've got so many illegitimate children in California. How do you know? <laughs> Did you? S- I got a fourteen. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, boom. that's it. I am. That's ne- where it was. The fourteen. Okay. We got okay, to fourteen. It. <laughs> I almost went down a rabbit hole. I didn't need to go down. So <laughs> I'm glad he about went to the yodel every Friday night for me. <laughs> He's doing math. We're just entertaining. Honestly, though, show of hands, what is better, Plinko or the yodeling game? Oh, yodeling, yodeling game. Yodeling, 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 yeah. Yeah. yodeling game. Right. Yodeler. I mean, I'm happy if either of them. Alpine climber, right? I also always yeah. wanted to punch those like paper punch hole things and reach in and grab the. That's good. I've always kind of wanted to punch through Womb here. Raider. Hey, so I I know not everybody's like a big. We're Kiss good at fan, staying on topic. That's uh, but there there's an episode you can YouTube it of uh, the Price is Right, and because they're the ultimate like marketers, Kiss is on the Price of Right. Price is Right, and they do the Yodel game, but it's like a little Gene Simmons like going up the. I'm not even kidding. No, I'm not. And <laughs> I'll be honest, there. I'm not even surprised. I, yeah. It might be just Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, but they're in like full makeup. <laughs> What's up, Price is Right? Paul. Yo. Randison. We're back. So, <laughs> and we're back. There's going to be a lot of this. No, th- this is this is exactly what I what I signed up for. Yeah, that's definitely it. knew exactly what this would be. You knew what this was. Liar. So, we we uh uh the first uh the first 2 days of the journey northward uh pass by um so the terrain changes pretty quickly and pretty drastically. The, the, the pine trees become less and less uh, concentrated and become more sparse. The grasses turn to dead, uh, dry, yellowed grasses with mounds of snow. The snow goes from uh, up to like just the uh, top of your boot heel to um, up to your ankles, and then eventually goes up to your knees for medium-sized people. Anyone that's smaller or the pups uh, or the pup um, have to like bound in the snow in order to uh, mm. make the journey. So as as we journey further into the snow, Ogden Throne Crusher puts a, a saddle on his wolf pup, and the gnome climbs aboard. And this will be his position for the the journey for the journey forward. Okay, yeah. very good. I'm completely happy with that. And uh, it gets much, much colder. So before it was like this semi, uh, like a like a brisk thirty three degree day up till this point, and now it's 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 dropping below freezing. Um, and after the second day of travel, <laughs> the foley work on this show is top notch. <laughs> foley work. Uh, They're stomping. <laughs> Those are hooves knocking. They start. They start making love. <laughs> oh yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, love you, mom. <laughs> first, first two days, um, it, it's really just the cold. And by the on the third day, you wake up um, from your frost camp, and it is a full blown blizzard. Uh, near whiteout conditions, you can, uh, you actually can't see the person leading. Um, mm. If you're at the Octon, you can't really see Ashton from where you are. All you see is. <laughs> 
the tail. is the wag of the tail, and everything yeah. else disappears in white, just from the sheer the volume of snow and violence of the wind blowing. So, uh, so. Ogden has taken some of the mammoth's pelt mm-hmm. or fur, mm-hmm. and you see him keep trudging forward and tuck it further around his neck yeah. and his chest. Great, great instinct. So do the rest of you take mammoth fur, or what What do you have yes. for cold weather gear that we see as you kind of wrap yourselves tighter in whatever you have to venture forth? So as the snow gets deeper, I actually show my uh, morph into a bear because it gets uh, too deep. The mm-hmm. ride becomes a little too bouncy because he's having to bound over and... Eventually, it just becomes a, a losing game. So, I just become a bear, um, like you do. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, great fur. I'm in. Me the, I'm actually about twenty meters behind, just squatting and squirming, trying to turn into a bear, but I can't. <laughs> it looks so easy. Yeah. Of, I mean, you do. I'm just being honest because it looked very easy. Listen to the whole village God people discography yeah. and nothing. <laughs> So I'm wearing Thanks, the Casey. I so, appreciate that. So the Duke gave us uh, winter clothes as yes. well, especially looking at me because I don't wear clothes, and I'm wearing it's a big fur, uh, you know, fully uh, somewhat armored mm-hmm. fur, but I'm actually struggling with it because I'm not used to being restricted by clothing. That's yeah, probably so it's really actually itchy. frustrating me, and it's making me more angry than his crabs it's have helping. crabs now. <laughs> it's also yeah, it's also got lice in it, so yes. it's great. Yeah, I. Uh, Take some of the fur from Lucille, which was her name. <laughs> and I, I wrap it on my body. And then I use clairvoyance so that I can see ahead. Oh. I thought that was going to a different place, but that makes sense. All right. <laughs> That's the first thing you said. <laughs> Literally nothing you said has made sense. <laughs> is there something up there that you're going to take advantage of? God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I award you no points. So <laughs> simple wrong would have sufficed. So Ashton's demonic eyes flicker and the, his pupils change to this milky white texture and the harsh snow and wind that's obscuring it's everything. Probably milky white because I'm backed up. <laughs> it's been it's been hard few days. You can't whip it out in this cold, or it'll fall right off. God, I totally set you up for that. He never stops, dude. <laughs> you, you, you like you've got to don't just move ha- on. It's not you. It's like, it's him. Paul, it's, it's not, not your you. fault. It's not you. It's him. It's not your fault. Okay. We actually Thanks, have a, Ryan. We, actually, that means a lot. We actually all chipped in as a band, and we are going to pay for some counseling for you. So <laughs> that's a great <laughs> nice. call. Deal. Yeah. So is everybody struck? Well, well actually, go yeah. Ahead. So Sorry. and I just lastly, so your eyes go milky white from holding yourself back, and the magic that's coming forth is like frustrated sex magic that really powers your clairvoyance and the. Um, the wind and the volume of snow sort of just vanishes in front of you. And the um, you feel the snow and the wind hitting your face, but you're now able to see uh, several miles ahead and you just see rolling uh, snow drifts and tundra for miles ahead of you. Uh, Faroth, what were you uh, about to say? Uh, that was really cool. Um, so... Uh it, it's gotten increasingly more and more difficult where we're at the point where we're actually struggling, right? So I take the uh, the blade that's been imbued, the one that we've all kind of passed around at this point and done various things to it. Don't know where it's been, but I trust it. Uh, I, I kind of like dig it into the ground and I do a prayer and I just very quietly... Uh, I say to say, Lady Hypatia, you have asked me to cleanse this temple, but our mortal flesh is weak, and the winds blow deep and the cold runs hard. We must find our way. We can do our your bidding while we are there, but we must find our way. Lead us safely to this passage, and I will claim what you have asked for 
So you normally, at the very least, expect to have some sort of sensation when you commune with your god. Uh, And instead, the wind blows suddenly harder at you, and it feels like it is pointed, like these ice crystals and the snow form these jagged micro-missiles that are hitting now your exposed face, and the biting cold hurts even more. And a booming voice comes from over the blizzard snowstorm. You dare invoke her name on my lands? I am Jotunmander, the snow god, and no deceiver of hers will enter into my lands. And the snow and the blizzard becomes violently painful, and all of you feel the uh, effects of the uh, biting, pin-pricking snow as the wind picks up and uh, the volume of snow hitting your face becomes near overwhelming. I need everyone to make an athletics roll for me. Before that happens, I just go, oops. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also kind of, as a bear, jump in and try and start protecting, especially... Like as a windbreak almost? As a windbreak, and I also take Ogden, Throne Crusher, on my back. He gave up his uh, pop for me. He's a short person. I feel his uh, struggle, so mm-hmm. I take him on my back. What are we rolling again? So you're rolling athletics. Now, if you're not a smashy fucker, you don't have the athletics ability, so you roll a d20 and uh, take... Um, you don't add your move. But if you are a smashy fucker, you get to add your move to this dice roll. Basically, you are hardier, so you, by default, have a better chance of succeeding. So subterfuge is just the, the roll only. Right, yep. So, yeah, the subster- subterfuge you. ability just means that your class is better at those roles. Yeah, so you're just rolling a d20 and t- leaving it as, as is. Uh, 31. <laughs> Fuck. Did you roll a natural 20? 19. Okay, yeah. Anyone rolls a natural 20 or natural 1. So do I, what do I add to mine? Nothing, because you are not a smashy okay. fucker. So you just take a straight whatever the so dice says. So 18. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. Fair off. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Four. Four. Yeah. Twelve. Aren't you a smashy fucker, though? Because you're... A, no, he's not. He, I, I, I am. Are. Yeah, I added one. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. My 31 makes up. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> so, um, you lose... Uh, in order to keep yourselves warm, um, you lose three days of rations to counteract the amount of uh, basically the amount of damage and and food you need to supplant for the harsh cold um, since three of you failed um, we're going to subtract three rations uh, from your total so you had enough rations for all of you to make the 10 day trek so now we're just taking um, three rations out of that so we don't know well out of character we don't know what Haldor's character did so we don't know if we understand. We don't. I'm just saying. What did we, wait? What did Haldor's? He oh, did the, the clairvoyance, and he saw a path. Yes. So no, and he. I mean, you can. You know where you're going, but now the the that trek is just now made harder. Okay, but All what right. if I use invisibility on everybody? I mean, you can do that, but their 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 physical bodies. It's not like their bodies are incorporeal. They're still. Physically there, they're just not able to be seen by eyes. So you would still take the... So the god of the area would still see us. Right. I mean, presumably. Whether we're invisible or not. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Fair question. Um, so I'm just going to subtract three rations. Sorry, guys. So, Paul, mechanics-wise, yep. I was What about doing... dispel magic? Um, you could try that. You could definitely do that. Just know that if you're trying to dispel the magic of a god in his like yeah. domain, it would be a very challenging. But what's the worst that can happen? I mean, it could get mad, but I mean, he's already pretty pissed. So let's fucking try it. Yeah, let's do it, bud. All right. What um, do I do? Uh, so dispel magic. Let me just read what that says real quick. So yeah, because what I did was prayer, and I was just trying to pray to, and mm-hmm. he lit up like a. Oh yeah, I mean. You're little, essentially got, in his domain, the yeah. Frost Lord. Jotunmander. It would have been nice for that warning. Uh, thanks, Hypatia. Yeah, yeah, um, so yeah, I'll have you make a lore <laughs> check, uh, which is a d20, and then you add your lore, or well, which would be your move. Okay. 
Um, so I'm adding nine to what I'm doing here. Yep. All right. Hold on. Before okay, I'm not looking at the roll. I'm just right. gonna tell you the difficulty is above a twenty-six because uh, okay. you're trying to dispel godly magic. Fucking hell. <laughs> Seven. Good job. Well, Good see, job, me. So the you you. You project out yeah, your okay. god's hellfire magic to try and and cancel out this bitter frost cold, and uh, it's it's like the Dragon Ball Z where there's two yeah. Kamehamehas, and it just like overwhelms your magic and pushes you back, canceling your dispel spell. And with Smooth move. with uh, we we fade to black on. Uh, our adventurers um, disappearing in the whiteout as they as they move further north, trying to get out of this magical blizzard. Don't go anywhere, because part three, the last uh, part of the Last Life Super Chief Christmas special, is coming up next. So don't go anywhere. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs>